This is Fragmented Reality, a digital bulletin podcast designed to bust the buzzwords that dominate enterprise technology. My name is Ben Mouncer, and in this episode, I take my clutch of eggs, each containing an industry buzzword, to Ross Billington and Rachel Beer from digital services giant Capita. Right, okay, we have uh, Rachel and Ross here from Capita. And Rachel's cracking open the first egg. It's a pink one. Oh, blockchain. What, what, when you hear blockchain, like what, what, what do you think? Like, do you hear it often in your line of work? Uh, no, because it could... It, it, no. So it doesn't really come across in our line of work. We've come from local government and really from networking sides, yeah? So it's right. not really used within networks. It's more of an application type. Yeah, yeah. And a citizen sort of facing service, yeah. Okay. It isn't probably our background. And I think every time I say to somebody, explain to me the application of blockchain for my customers, 15 minutes later, I'm absolutely none the wiser. It just doesn't resonate. Well, that's an interesting point, actually, because there is a lot of people who are talking about doing stuff with blockchain. But is Mm. there actually the knowledge out there about what it is and how it can be implemented? I don't believe so. Not, Not yet, no. No. No, and, it's, and there's not the killer. There's not the killer application to it yet, is there? No. Yeah, that sort of said that that's brought it into the public sphere, yeah. public consciousness. Yeah, that sort of, that um, allows businesses to, to take advantage of. But it. then, when text messages were first invented, everyone said that they were waiting for the killer app for that, yeah. didn't they? And that never happened. But well, there are some people who say the blockchain is going to be as big as the internet. Really? Yeah. Not me. I no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, but it, 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 it comes from a. It, it's from the application side, isn't it? So it's, yeah. it's not actually from a networking or an infrastructure side. No. Yeah, you're not going to use blockchain in infrastructure tomorrow. No. No. So, well. Unless you're talking asset registers or whatever you want to talk about. But it's not. It's, it's no, about... No, you saying you didn't know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's about... It's just, isn't it? It's just about tracking information. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is more assets. Okay. Well, let's, let's close the door on blockchain. And then... So we'll get rid of Ross, pink, do you want to... We'll go for... We'll go for a green one. Oh, you didn't do blue. <laughs> we should have done blue. She went for capita. Right, so what is the green egg? Augmented reality. This is this is a technology which is kind of it's been you know virtual reality, augmented reality, been around for a bit, but um, maybe hasn't quite found its place in the enterprise yet. What do what do you guys think of augmented reality? Well, I'll go. Sure. Well, <laughs> I, I think um, augmented reality. So when we spent two days at the Norfolk County Show, the the thing that absolutely was the biggest crowd. Puller yeah. was the um, virtual, virtual reality headsets that are used across the county for yeah. the school children, and honestly, it was. And to me, that is augmented reality. It's yeah. about making something that's on a page two-dimensional, something that's a lot closer yeah. to, to. It was a really good example actually because uh, Sophie Sophie Wessex turned up, yeah, right, and the, the school children have got these headsets on a virtuality of Buckingham Palace, and Sophie was saying, "Yes, that's exactly right." That's- <laughs> what it looks like I mean it does because it was a film obviously but it was sort of she was giving it you know she was giving you that sort of personal but that was virtuality yeah yeah Um, augmented reality obviously you can take that a bit further forward can't you yeah virtual reality is when you're transformed completely into another world whereas augmented is where it's it's adding it to you the real time place so things like I mean I've seen it in action in um Amazon warehouse, yeah. Okay. So no, no, this is this is exactly what I'm here. Like it, it being used in an enterprise sort of context rather than on a stage at an event yeah. where someone's showing off something. But it's interesting because I was in a meat factory. So I mean, meat factory, one of those very IT and what's their most yeah. work for meat company, and they were talking about augmented reality 15 years ago. 
mm. and it hasn't, hasn't moved on yeah. from warehouse applications yet. Okay. And I'm sure it will, and it's definitely probably at the very high end of tech where you're talking about, you know, you can see design and that sort of element from it, yeah, and you can see houses, you know, real space housing or real space buildings and architecture, yeah. It would be an interesting one for us to have a look at with regard to intelligent buildings, mm. yeah, so if you had an intelligent building, if you could walk around an intelligent building yeah. Yeah. with the augmented reality, what it would look like and how it, augmented reality would help you secure your buildings or how it, people would move around within it, yeah, so that would be... Um, an interesting application. Why do you think, like, it's obviously 15 years ago talking about it, no progress, what, what, what do you think the barriers I are? Just, uh, probably 15 years ago they were way ahead of the technology, so the technology just wasn't there. Yeah. It's just that they were talking about it, you know, um, a lot of the warehouse applications and we're talking about it to make sure it's just easy picking, you know, de-skilling, etc. Um, but I don't think that's really where the benefits are. The benefits are bringing in, um, not de-skilling, it's elements that you just can't bring in, you know, without adding it um, augmented. Even from the point of view of, uh, you know, it's hands-free picking, isn't it? So, yeah. Uh, that's my experience of augmented reality. Any, anything to add on that topic, no, Rachel? No. no. That's good. Do you, think, do you think it's in the future it is going to, it is going to be more um, common? 100%. It, it'll definitely come in yeah. when the technology is there because you, you, it's just replacing, isn't it? Yeah, so it's replacing what you're doing with your hands. Yeah. And it, um, so that will cover. The interesting ones, obviously, I mean, they're, they're really exciting ones, aren't they? And it's interesting at the moment, smart cities and all this sort of stuff, yeah? So uh, you just take a, a bit of a leap of faith. Smart cities, which Norfolk County Council is majorly involved in with some big bids, and we were talking one in York City Council. They were talking about um, having cars, getting traffic information from um, local sensors within the... Um, Within the traffic city, within the city, yeah, from this from this traffic control. Well, that's similar augmented reality within your car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that that green traffic light's about to turn to red. You better put your hand, you, know, you better slow down before you. And it, it's all that sort of elements that we don't. You don't see it. It will just appear jet slowly yeah. in, into our consciousness. Yeah. Okay. So. And Vala Afshar at our conference. Yeah. So that's the second screen, the car. Okay. Yeah. So. No, it's just true. I mean, we. we you, you don't realise that augmented reality, we're thinking of it visually, yeah, but you're driving your car nowadays and my car has sensors that it stops it going over white lines. Well, the beeping in my ears is an augmented reality, isn't it? But you think it's, it's going to be a slow and steady and sort of, you know, people won't realise that. It'll just be, yeah, yeah. it'll eventually just, you'll think, oh, God, we're in, we're in augmented reality. <laughs> yeah. <has> happened. <laughs> we live in an augmented world. Right, let's go for another one. Your turn. Yeah, is it all right? your turn, Ross. Blue for capita. Blue for capita. Come on, one for you. Digital transformation. Digital transformation, okay. Obviously, this, this a term, buzzword, buzz phrase, whatever yeah. you want to call it, can be interpreted in a multitude of different ways. Rachel, what's your interpretation of that phrase? Um, so really simple. It's about how um, technology can, any sort of technology can improve any sort of process. And to me, that's it. So that's helping an old age pensioner um, fill out a form uh, it's it's children it's it's something far more complicated as well but I think it, it is fundamentally about technology and how it can improve a process do you think the key part is the second part improving something so actually having a, a measurable thing at the end of it yeah. rather than yeah and I, and I do see um, at a lot of the events that I attend and meetings that that people really get the fact that it's not just about doing the same th- doing the same thing but with a, a different uh, tool yeah. um, 
it is about taking a step back and looking at that process from start to finish looking at all aspects of it looking at the implications and and improving it yeah do you think the the phrase is sometimes misused totally. and overused yeah. totally do you want to talk yeah. about that um well i think it, yeah i think yeah. it's for a lot of people like a pensioner for yeah. example that would that would mean absolutely nothing but yeah. if you said to them we're going to every week if you come to the li library there'll be somebody there that can help you learn how to apply for something online and it's promise you it's not going to be difficult we promise that we'll help you and and you'll be able to do it after two weeks or whatever yeah um so i think it's massively overused and it is scary for the people that will benefit from it most yeah. so it's it's a bit of a you know it's, it's making it worse almost than than better and I think that's what's exciting about the industry that we work in. Yeah. Every single customer that I speak to, um, no matter what industry they're in, um, there's always a there's a there's a way that technology can make their customers' experience better, their citizens' lives better. So it, it absolutely, yeah. yeah it, 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 there's there two is ways no looking at, isn't there? Digital transformation is what you're talking about, Rachel, around citizens, yeah, and outcomes for that. Mm. And that's like, it's why you're in this business, actually, at the end of the day, mm -hmm. isn't it? To sort of make a difference, yeah. Mm. yeah. And it's when you talk to the, the county council people, you, they are they have this in the back of their minds all the time, how do they make their citizens' lives better? But there's the other aspect of digital transformation, which is actually getting our customer to digitally transform its services, yeah? Mm. So, and that was, that was a really interesting article you sent around, and they were talking about this digital bridge, so then they were describing it as saying, if you had a greenfield organisation today, what would it look like? And, mm -hmm. got, and the councils have got this vision, and not just councils, but organisations have got this vision of where they'd like to be. But it's getting that digital bridge, isn't it, from where you are today and transforming that. Because you've got loads of layers of legacy, sort mm. of years of legacy mm. sort of systems and processes mm. that you've got to get, get rid of. Yeah? Mm. Yes. And that's the major problem that we are trying to address. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, how, how, that's how, where do you begin like, with that kind of challenge? Well, it's interesting because one of the big ones is say cloud. Yeah, so moving to cloud two years ago was uh, let's all go and do it. We'll just shift to the cloud in one big hop. And we've all realised that's not what you do. Yeah, because <laughs> you just fall over at it. Yeah. <laughs> so what you realise now is you have to prioritise and pick out the bits that you want to do so that you yeah. can get the best yeah. book. And so you end up with this hybrid cloud version. But that's this digital transformation, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You're going from where you are today. You're transforming it to partly cloud and a digital platform, yeah. But you've got to do it in the right way, and that's the bridge you've got to find, yeah, or that yeah. transformation route. Yeah. So that's and and that's that's the boring bit side of it, really, because I'm with Rachel, the exciting bit. We had a really good conference. Remember talking about electronics yeah, and digital change. Do you remember that guy was talking about? He, he did all those. Um, Steve Eberling, yeah. Yeah, oh man, it was amazing. He was, yeah. oh god. So he, he, they created a way for deaf people to hear, mu to sense music, and they created different yeah, pads. pulse points. And they were all at a concert, weren't they? And they got so on their ankles, on their knees, on their elbows. And what the the byproducts of that was that it it cured. Well, it didn't cure, but, it, but it's people who had Parkinson's, it stopped the shaking. So they sh then showed a fabulous aging concert pianist who couldn't play the piano anymore right 
And the byproduct of this the experiment that they've <laughs> done, like he could play the piano again. I was just, absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's the exciting thing about digital yeah. transformation. Yes. That's what we'd like to get into. But it's yeah. it's those kind of things. Have <laughs> <laughs> to get a council. Well, no, but you say boring. But you know, it's those kind of examples there which really resonate with with people. And you know, the man on the street, as it were. Yeah. You know, quotes. Yeah. But actually, as you said, Ross, the the bigger picture. You're talking about you know, all huge organisations shifting their whole technology infrastructures. That kind and of process thing. and people. Yeah. To and that and it solution. is the byproduct as because we're all yes everything's moving all nothing is has got a start and an end yeah, yeah. um the things that you find out along the way are amazing byproducts of what you probably set out to do like like that example yeah um so yeah, yeah. which is exciting because it yeah, does change it is, every year in two really years time good. it'll be a different thing won't it? which is great so. yeah and it might be a different buzzword you know we'll never yeah. know when when did digital transformation come come around was it sort of when did you first hear that? Would you say roughly? Because oh, well. it's, it's so it's so overused four, now. No, I mean yeah, four or five years ago. Yeah. I mean definitely cloud was four or five first coming out, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, and yeah. it was part of that's journey and story. I think sometimes as well, you should ask a pensioner or a child. You know, what does this mean? Yeah, and they would tell you straight, wouldn't they? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably something different to the pensioner and then to the child. <laughs> right, gone for a pink egg. What have we got in this one? Oh, digital disruption. Well, what? we can go with this, because is, is there any difference between digital transformation and digital disruption in your view? I suppose one's positive, and well, what no, both no, no, could no. be positive. Because just, no, but I agree, disruption is something that, if you took that, the definition of that word on its own, means, you know, like, Storm, no, think, storm Dennis yeah. was disrupted. Disruption, is, yeah. Yeah. disruption yeah. Is, your, is, your, is your end point, is your goal where you're trying to get to, yeah? Your is transformation it? is trying to get to it. Okay. Yeah. But it, is every, like, digital initiative, is the aim to be disruptive, is that? No. No, I don't think so. No, because disruption does have negative connotations. I know, you know, sometimes being disruptive is a positive thing because we don't know what we don't know, and that disruption could be a positive thing. But generally speaking, it's not. No, but I think in this context, so in, so in digital disruption, in it's this a context, buzzword in it, the in the it, industry, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's probably overused because they, they all want to be disruptions, don't yeah. they? You know, oh, I'm a disruptor, so I'll be, you know, disruptive. My, my, my technology is, you know, my company's worth. Billion pounds, yeah. Well. So, but you want to be, you want to have, you know, you, you need to make massive changes to make massive benefits. You've got to make some massive changes. I get the sense, Ross, that you're more supportive of this sort of buzzword than you are, Rachel, like the disruption thing. Is that a fair mm. assessment? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at it from a disruptive saying, let's it's change the way we do something. Yeah, yeah. 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 and yeah. Uh, disruption and means let's change something dramatically. Dramatically, yeah. that's how I'm thinking. Yeah. Of it. yeah. Okay. Not as a um, negative. I'm just here to disrupt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we are in some cases. Some cases. Usually, <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's disrupt our bowl of eggs. I think we'll do. We'll do one more. Blue for capita again. You're such a corporate man, Ross. Got to do it. Robotics. Okay. Robotics. Okay. This is another one that has sort of has you know maybe different meanings to different people. RPA rather yeah. than real robotics. There we go. Well, that, that's yeah. the thing. When yeah. in, in a business context, do you think of RPA ahead of like robots yeah. in a factory, for example? We do, don't we? Yeah, I think yeah. in our so our experience yeah. is definitely um, in ro in uh, robotic process automation yeah. it, rather than yeah. physical robots. Yeah. 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 Do you, like, obviously pe people out on the street wouldn't know what RPA is at all, but it, it, this is something which is it is really having an impact on not just you know the bottom line for businesses, but also people, isn't it? So in that, well, that, you've just hit the nail on the head with actually the problem, not the problem, but the the issue, the, the social issues to challenge it, yeah, to yeah. Um, to sort. There's a really inter 
can keep coming back to Capital Action, but Capital wrote a really fantastic white paper on RPA, yeah. And it was all about, so the whole paper was about how to get your organisations to accept RPA, yeah? Because they can see, one of the major problems with RPA is, you know, people are against it, not, you know, because you've got the idea that this is going to create 20% of your redundancies mm -hmm. in the next two or three years or whatever it is, yeah. And the whole idea or premise of what Capital was trying to say was to try and push the idea that you're not trying to get rid of jobs, you're trying to upskill people. Yeah. yeah. Because you're trying to create that better value job, that better, you know, um, wage for everybody else. I went to an event and they talked about how they'd implemented some early RPA um, and that was the exact result which was really interesting because it was it was factual you know these people had actually done this work um, and what it had what it, it had done was take away the more boring yeah. um, elements of, of the job that people were doing and enable them to to, to do the more um, enjoyable, but it, it make it a much richer experience for the people and their citizens, um, and that was a genuine byproduct. So completely the opposite of, of what, what you people, yeah. yeah, and and real living proof. Um, so I think it's really positive. I've been to our uh, robotics factory in uh, Birmingham, God's city. Probably <laughs> better delete that a one. robotics factory. Is this? Uh, so it's a, uh, there's a. Um, it's in Fort Dunlop, and there's 150-odd uh, developers there developing RPA solutions okay. for a lot of NHS. There is some good, big central government um, work, and we've and just started internally. doing some... some so do you develop your own RPA? Or yeah, you, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But is it, you know... I don't think you can completely pull the wool over people's eyes, can you, with this? Because there, there, there will be examples where RPA mm. is implemented and people yeah. will lose Absolutely, their Absolutely, but you hope that's part of change rather than, yeah. than just force... Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. there you go. Yeah. There you go, you see, you just pick now and it, as long as it's not disruptive. Yes, it's disruption no, no, rather than disruptive. disruptive as a positive yeah. thing. Yes, that's yeah. right, isn't it? Point but the, tru the truth is, we, no we, don't really know, do we? we don't know, do we? No, we don't know. Yeah, but, but you say that, but it's you look in history, OK? So whenever... If you're in the technology, you never sell it for any less, do you? Yeah. What you do is you get more for your money. Yeah. You, so you always end up getting more for your money, and that's yeah. where you are. And you just hope RPA is along the same same avenue, yeah, where we're just going to end up with more for our money. So we'll just hopefully RPA will pick up all the mundane jobs, yeah, that yeah. we don't want to do the repetitive stuff that it'll be really good at, and actually humans aren't particularly very good at. Mm. Yeah. And we get all the interesting stuff where we can provide intelligent insight. And that's, mm. You know, making decisions, mm -hmm. which is what you really want to do in it. Still a lot of work to be done on the communication around. Yeah, RPA, definitely. Right. It's a massive yeah. culture thing. Yeah. And, you, and you, any, any organisation looking at that has to look at it from that. You have to start from that premise, otherwise, you know, you, you're never going to get organisations to, to adopt it. You're yeah. never going to get the workforce, so I'm going to support it. And it's down to workforce to support it, otherwise you'll never get the actual, the outputs that you think you're going to get. Yeah, so. yeah. But RPA for handling patients with coronavirus would be an absolutely fa fabulous yeah. Yeah. outcome, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, again, it's one of those use cases which would maybe turn, flip the coin yeah. in terms of the reputation yeah. of, that, of this, this kind of technology, definitely. What about, obviously, the, the term is robotics. What about um, people's view of like robots and stuff in, in, in the workplace, that kind of thing, in, in manufacturing plants? Like but, but, but that's been for years and yeah. years. I'm from Birmingham, I'm from the automotive yeah, industry. Yeah. All my family were 
and robots were you know you're probably talking 20 years ago that robots were building cars so but whenever this topic is like talked about in the national media it's always that terminology and the, the sort of fear of robots and robots yeah. taking over the world that kind of thing I, that's I don't, nonsense I'm, really isn't it it's like you say take forever won't it? it's just, I suppose it's, we work in the industry so we're probably not as nervous as, as somebody yeah. from I don't know a different, yeah. a different really industry I mentioned it earlier we went around Amazon factory and we saw a robot picking there, yeah? And actually, it wasn't picking. All it was doing, it had got a pallet of boxes that it was moving to another pallet of boxes, yeah? yeah. Boxes to another pallet. And you sort of think, well, if that's their, if that's their cutting-edge use of, t- <laughs> of robotics <laughs> in a warehouse which is, you know, not a specialist skill, because if, if, you know, special skills would be taken over, that's fine, but, like, in fact, in car manufacture, yeah, but the generic-type skills like that, they just can't... But there's a lot more. There's a lot more that can yeah. be done, isn't there? That must have been... How long ago was that? No, it was only uh, two months ago. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I you were going to say, 25, 25 years ago. Take a trip around Amazon for free. <laughs> right, we're going to have one last egg and we're going to make it really quick. So let's get sort of a very quick reaction to whatever this buzzword is going to be. We've quick gone for reaction. a yellow one. Three words. I want an immediate reaction. What is it? We've big got data. Big data. What do you think of big data? Uh, yeah, the future. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. So much that can be done. Yeah, informed decision. Yeah. Informed decision making, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And also with sensors, etc. the way we're going, yeah, with IoT and all that sort of yeah. stuff, yeah. You're Big just data is going to get even bigger. With it. I mean, yeah. And trying to put all that stuff together, yeah, it's, um, yes, yeah, so, I mean, that augmented reality, everything you're talking about, yeah, yeah. is predicated on understanding and being able to, be able to manage big data. Yeah. And getting da- benefits. Data out. is the new oil, that's the phrase that we hear Well, it's everything, lot. isn't it? My <laughs> son is involved in this a lot, yeah. um, uh, in sport, uh, so it's, oh, it's just fun. Amazing! I think there's so much. It's very exciting, isn't it? Yeah, I think probably the biggest thing is limiting it, isn't it? Is regulation yeah, yeah, around yeah. actually allowing well, the big data to be yeah. available? Actually, yeah. you know, again, we talk about what how this is perceived by by everybody else, and actually, data is probably negatively perceived more, like well, mm. the, the the perils of data and that kind of thing. It's probably been used negatively in the past. Yeah. So hopefully, we'll get the regulation right. Yeah, get the regulation right. Get the technology right to to turn turn data into insights, and I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, future generations will certainly reap the benefit. But I think if you look at sports as a good example, yeah. football, you know, there are now teams that are run on big data. Yeah. And are they, it's too early to say whether they're going to be the ones that are successful or whether it's going to be your man management style or, yeah. you know, it's, it's a really interesting. Well, the famous money ball and um, baseball, which turns no, it's a good, yeah. it's a good It's a good example, actually, because if you'd gone back two or three years thinking about big data, you wouldn't have thought of managing no. football teams that way. No. Been, it, but you don't know where it's going to apply, do you? Yeah, and yeah. loads of money to be made. Loads. Loads of money to be made. Okay, know where your motivation is. <laughs> <laughs> not from not money. <laughs> don't end on that. <laughs> right, cheers, guys. Thanks very much. Thanks. Enjoyed it. Cheers. Power up your day with the Bulletin Brief, the latest news, insights and opinion delivered straight to your inbox. Subscribe now at digitalbullet.in.